You're listening to the award-winning Gone Outdoor Radio on Kello News Talk and KWSN in Sioux Falls and KFGO, the mighty 790 in Fargo. Thanks for sticking with us today. We are, on this segment, going to head out to northern Minnesota, chat with Jeff Sundin, Early Bird Guide Service, Grand Rapids area. I think it's the first time we've ever had Jeff on Gone Outdoors. Welcome to Gone Outdoors, Jeff. Hey, thanks. I'm glad to be here. So we got to run into you here a couple weeks ago in Little Falls, Minnesota, and congratulations. Uh, you congratulations were, to you. Yeah, you were <laughs> you were uh, inducted into the Minnesota Fishing Hall of Fame, which is a very very tough group to get into. You got to be doing what you love for many many years, and you do it because you love it. And with your guide service, you know you got inducted as a guide. You've been doing this for almost 40 years. That's crazy. Have you ever, during those 40 years, thought about doing something different? No, no. In fact, uh, now that I'm through the first half, I'm just wondering how I'm going to do the next 40. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And that's awesome. That's one of the reasons it's that attitude is why you got inducted into the Minnesota Fishing Hall of Fame. It was something that uh, it was a lot more touching than I expected it to be. I thought it was kind of like, you know, go, go get your plaque and so on and so forth. And uh, all of a sudden when I was there, it, the whole event sort of elevated it, you know? Yeah. You know, when you're there, it really hits you and your whole family was there. And I believe it was your daughter that, that introduced you, um, which was touching for everybody in the room. Um, everybody yeah. got emotional and it was a great moment and again, congratulations on that. It was super cool to be there and to see that. So a lot of guides or a lot of people, average fishermen, average people think, I'm going to hire a guide and they're going to take me out and I'm going to catch a limited fish. And that's not catching fish, I think, for a guide is one thing. Yeah, you can bring some fish home and you'll get a meal out of it, but that's all you're going to get is a meal out of it. I got to believe that the biggest thing that you guys do as guides is you give them much more than a meal. You're giving them education. Yeah. And that, that the smart ones, that's what they're doing. You know, I've even had people that don't really even worry about whether we catch fish or not. They just want to spend the day talking about how to use the graph or how to use the trolling motor or why are you going backwards instead of forward? Why, you know, <laughs> the, the whole, the whole hey kind of. Do you hear that? He goes cycle, backwards. You know? <laughs> He's a good guy. He well, goes backwards. Is there any other way you're supposed to do it? <laughs> I'm a little outnumbered here, so I'll just stay quiet. <laughs> no, I, that, the last thing I would do, there's a, there's a time and a place yep. for going backwards and forward and sideways and almost everything except I try not to go upside down. <laughs> Good <But> advice. <laughs> yeah, the, the rest of it, there's a way that you can do every little job, you know, and the whole point of it really, when you think about it for a second, especially walleye fishing, which is about 90% of my life is uh, keeping the boat where the fish are. And you do all of your fishing with the boat, no matter whether it's forward, backward, sideways. If the boat's in the right place, everything else comes together. If so, the boat's not in the right place, you got a problem. So, I, Jeff, I got a question for you. And I wasn't necessarily thinking of asking you this, but, you know, for many years, walleye boats were designed to position 
the bait for the walleyes. And that's what the boat does. You position your bait with your boat. Um, but now with the new electronics and stuff, a lot of people aren't necessarily doing that. Do Have you noticed a change in that where boats are used as a vehicle to get you to point A and point B and not position the bait as much as it used to? Yes, I've noticed it both ways. The interesting part, now I fished on Lake Winnie today, and earlier this summer there was a period of time where the forward facing, the target shooters were doing all the good. And guys like me were struggling because you couldn't really get, you know, position on this school of fish or that school of fish and a little bit of cajoling. And, you know, we figured our way through it and so on. But now we're at a time of the year where the fish are starting to make a push towards the shoreline and they're not really in big schools. You could be running a drop off along the shore or some of the mid lake structure and the fish are spread out horizontally. So I'm seeing the sharpshooters now struggle a little bit because they see two or three fish and stop, and then they spend 10 or 12 minutes fishing that spot, and then they've got to go find another one. So the horizontal guys, if you're drifting or uh, you know slow trolling and casting as you move along the break line, now that's an advantage. So I, I can see that in order to really be a complete fisherman, you have to know how to do both. You've got to have both of those things rigged up. But at the moment, you know, that's the high wave, right? Everybody is riding the tide. The forward-facing sonar is the thing for a lot of people right now. But like everything else comes along, there will be an adjustment. People will get used to it, and then they'll see, oh, that works great in one circumstance. Something else works great in a different circumstance. The trick is to have a bag full of tricks and be able to pull them all out when you need them. That is amazing advice, Jeff. That is incredible advice. And I hope our listeners are are taking some notes here because I sure am. And, you know, it's my belief, Jeff, that whether you're using a technique that's been around for a number of years or some of this latest uh, cutting edge technology, you still need to know how to position your boat. It doesn't matter if you're dragging your bait or casting your bait. Boat position is still a, a crucial skill for any angler. Yeah, yeah, and we joked around a little bit, you know, backward, forward. The thing of it is there's probably eight or ten days out of a year where I could not do what I need to do if I couldn't position my boat and then cast towards the fish. And then there's eight or ten days out of a year where there's no way that I could keep the boat where I need it unless I can run the tiller and keep it moving backwards. And then there's a hundred days out of a year where either thing would work. You just do what's your favorite. You pick, yeah. pick one that you like to do and stick with that yeah. and you'll be okay. So, and like I said, back to the same old thing, you know, you have to be able to do them both and use the right one at the right time. And that's where those smart customers, that's what they come along to figure out is where should I do this? And where should I do that? And how should we do it? And then once you've got a few fish under your belt to, to prove that it works, the rest of it is just, you know, gravy. Hey, Jeff, we only got about a minute and a half left. What's your advice for young people that are listening that might even be remotely considering being a full-time fishing guide? Well, the best thing that I could say is to don't, don't go out there with the attitude that it's the best thing 
is for you to be able to catch the most fish. The best thing is to be able to treat your customers, you know, so that they wind up with a quality experience. So it, it, a lot of times I've said to people, this is really not a job about fishing. It's a customer service job. And so putting a smile on people's face, being able to take them out there, show them around, teach them how to catch a fish. And the real proof of whether or not you've got what it takes isn't the great day that you had where you catch tons of fish. It's the day that you're struggling. And how did you get through that? And how did you, how did you still teach people something, even if it was about the struggle and not about a technique or a, a way to get in on a hot bite? You know, how did you approach the whole thing? How did you go out and look at the lake, figure out a spot and grind away and, you know, come back in with enough to be able to hold your head up and say, okay, wasn't the greatest day I've ever had, but we did, we caught some fish, we got through it, we had a good conversation, and uh, everybody's got something interesting to talk about. Find out what your customer wants to talk about and talk about that. Don't yeah. talk about you, don't talk about stuff, talk about that. And at the end of the day, everybody made memories, and and yep. that that's what it's all about. Jeff, again, congratulations on close to 40 years of guiding your induction into the hall of fame. And I can't wait to see what kind of awards you're going to get after 80 years of guiding. Um, it should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on gone outdoors, sir. We really appreciate it. Yeah, let's not be strangers. Thank you. Special thanks to our Gone Outdoor Show sponsors, Race Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store in Dunvilla, Devil's Lake Tourism, and Linex of Fargo. Thank you for tuning in to Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you hit the water or the woods with Gone Outdoor Podcasts at kfgo.com, kwsn.com, kelo.com, or on Apple Podcasts. Visit us at breweragrioutdoors.com and follow us on social media. Until next week, from Scotty and Kyle. We'll be gone outdoors.